Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good afternoon. I'm Lisa Labas, and this is The Rundown. Groups in West Suburban Oak Park are calling on village leaders to step up to help the migrant crisis. My colleague Esther Yoonji Kang reports a coalition of community members, activists and political groups want officials to form a West Suburban task force. It would look into ways to help migrants. Oak Park neighbors have been bringing clothing, tents and sleeping bags to the Chicago police station in nearby Austin. But volunteer Betty Alzamora says the silence from Oak Park officials has been deafening. We're not hearing from our elected officials that have yet to take a decisive measure with regard to the situation. The coalition plans a rally tonight at 6 o'clock at Oak Park Village Hall. A chaotic scene Sunday outside an Israeli solidarity event in the northern suburbs. The Sun-Times reports one person allegedly fired a gunshot in the air near a group of pro-Palestinian demonstrators outside the Lincolnwood Mall. No one was injured. The man who allegedly fired that shot was taken into custody. Sun-Times reporter Violet Miller tells my colleague Lauren Frost that across Tui Avenue in Skokie, she saw a man leaving the Israeli solidarity event, take out a can of pepper spray and then spray it into the crowd of pro-Palestinian protesters. After some heated words and grabbing at each other's flags, um, he sprayed at a crowd. I was towards the back, so I really didn't catch a lot of it. But um, a CPD officer who was on the scene that was a little bit closer to the front caught some of it, as well as um, a little less than a dozen protesters who had been standing there. The man who allegedly sprayed the mace was taken into custody. Illinois now requires every public elementary and high school to teach about Black, Asian American, and LGBTQ plus history. The University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign leads the main training for teachers on that requirement. Samantha Stearns is a social studies teacher from West Suburban River Forest and participated last year. She says classes cover more diverse subjects and focus more on student projects. Moving from this idea of history being a subject of rote memorization and, you know, kind of a sit and get type of class is something where you can actively apply the skills that you're learning in the classroom. The third cohort of 250 teachers started the five-month course earlier last week. A proposal in the Illinois House would increase funding for research and education on pulmonary embolisms from blood clots. This happens when blood clots travel from the arms or legs to the lungs where they block off blood flow. The legislation would use state funding for education campaigns on spotting the signs of a blood clot. State Representative Jahan Gordon Booth is chief sponsor. We know that this saves lives and we want to be able to prevent uh, loss of life wherever we can. The Illinois Department of Public Health will also form an advisory committee to continue research into pulmonary embolisms. NASCAR's first ever street race bought nearly $120,000 in revenue to Chicago from ticket sales and concessions. A $2 per ticket fee generated nearly $75,000. Chicago Park District records show another $45,000 came from commissions on food and merchandise. And that is on top of the half million dollars NASCAR paid in permit fees to use Grant Park in July and money it spent to restore landscaping. The street race is returning to Chicago next summer. 
The Chicago Bears beat the Vegas Raiders 30-12 to yesterday. It was the Bears' first win at Soldier Field in more than a year. Rookie quarterback Tyson Bajent led three touchdown drives. Bajent tells our sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout it was a dream come true. He got to share it with his family and friends. You know, where I come from, I got a bunch of friends, a bunch of family that uh, understand, understood, uh, you know, how big this was just really just in life. You know, not a lot of people get to say they started an NFL game, uh, let alone win an NFL game. The Bears are two and five. Coach Matt Eberflus this afternoon says Bajent will start Sunday against the Chargers in Los Angeles. Justin Fields is still out. Weather, partly sunny and breezy on this Monday, high in the mid-60s, a bit windy. You've got gusts as high as 25 miles per hour, and then partly cloudy and breezy on Monday night, a low in the upper 50s, and then warm on Tuesday, sunny, breezy, we might hit 77. You can find the latest news whenever you want at WBEZ.org or on your radio at 91.5 FM. I'm Lisa Labas. Thanks for listening. 